To all who come to this happy place, welcome. This is the Disney Buzz Podcast, and I'm your host, Cam, and today I am joined by my partner, Christy. Hey, guys! On today's episode, we will be discussing things coming to Walt Disney World in the near future. We hope that by listening to this podcast, you are able to experience the Disney magic with us. So just a couple of weeks ago, Disney made a whole bunch of announcements, specifically on January 10th. And this is some really exciting news for us Disney fans because right now, if you don't know, Universal, kind of like Disney's quote-unquote competitor, if you will, they have been making some serious strides in the theme park game. Mm -hmm. Like they've got the Super Nintendo World that just opened in their Hollywood Park. And I know that's supposed to be opening very soon in their Orlando park. They just announced that they're making a new park in Texas. And I saw where they're thinking about buying some theme park land in Spain. So, I mean, they're making some major strides in the theme park world. And us Disney fans are like, well, come on, Disney. We need, we need some stuff here. So <laughs> on January 10th, Disney made a whole bunch of announcements. And two of the really, really big ones were that enchantment will be ending that is a current fireworks show in the magic kingdom for the 50th anniversary that they launched right that will be ending on april 2nd and happily ever after will be returning on april 3rd the next day which is like everybody's favorite nighttime show ever shout out to jordan fisher for making that happen yeah, I know everybody was really excited for the show to return. I don't know the last time that I saw it. Yeah, I I don't know if I've seen it really recently, even before the 50th anniversary, just because when I went with my family, it wasn't necessarily a priority to watch the fireworks show because we'd be like, oh, we want to ride rides while everybody's watching the fireworks and these lines are short. Right, and riding rides during the fireworks is a great way you know, to have some smaller wait times for rides. But a lot of people do like to prioritize the fireworks show so much because it is amazing. And it's so cool to watch the projections on the castle and all of the music and being in front and just being in that crowd. And that's definitely the best place to watch the shows in front of the castle. Yeah. The, the reason that happily ever after I think was so popular is because it really touches that nostalgia for a lot of people. And Arguably, the music might be a little bit more dynamic and kind of make you feel the way that you want to feel at the end of the night when you're at Magic Kingdom. Right. And a lot of people's biggest gripe with the Enchantment show was that it really didn't feature Disney World. It kind of just featured Mm. the animation side of Disney. So all of the animated movies and like the Pixar movies, and that was kind of it. There wasn't any of that nostalgia there. Like the most nostalgic thing was maybe a movie from the nineties, whereas some of the other shows that they have had there in the past, it's been more so about Walt Disney world and Mickey mouse and different things like that. I remember when you and I went to magic kingdom for the first time when the 50th celebration is going on and I was really excited to watch the fireworks. Like it was a priority for me and I was like, I'm ready to cry. Like give me all the feels and I don't know if enchantment really did that. Right. It, it, a a lot of people kind of have the general consensus. Now I'm not saying this is for everybody because some people absolutely love this show, but a lot of people kind of had that thought of, "Mm, this just kind of fell a little bit short and it's hard coming off of a show like happily ever after, because that hit the mark for so many people. 
And I'm excited to see how Disney kind of incorporates the projections with the Happily Ever After soundtrack. Right. So it is the same music, but it is a different firework and visual show. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. We'll definitely have to watch the old show before we see the new one. Yep. Now they also announced on the same day that Tron light cycle run finally has an opening date and that opening date is April 4th. Now remember happily ever after returns on April 3rd and Tron light cycle run will be opening on April 4th. Yeah, that is so exciting. And if you don't know, this ride has been in the works for over five years now. Such a long time. I read something, I think in October or November of last year, where it was talking about if Tron did not open in 2022, it officially took that ride longer to open than whenever they broke ground on the Magic Kingdom from the day that the Magic Kingdom opened. (laughs) That's crazy. And now mind you, they were in the middle of building this ride whenever a global pandemic happened. So that totally, yeah, it, (laughs) I mean, everything shut down. I mean, you know know how it is. So that totally put that ride kind of on the back burner. And a big thing that kind of contributed to the Tron Life cycle run not opening as well is they were redoing the Walt Disney World Railroad. Um, so I'm super excited about this coming back because I don't even remember the last time I was on the railroad. It's been such a long time. Right. And the reason that this delayed the railroad opening is because the railroad went right through where the roller coaster is now. Yep. So what they had to do is they had they built a tunnel underneath the building that houses part of the roller coaster for the railroad to go through. So, I mean, they really couldn't do much with the railroad with this ride in major construction like it was. Yeah. And for those who don't know, it opened like right before Christmas. Yep. Yep. It was kind of just like a soft opening, no big announcement or anything like that. It just kind of opened up. Yeah. When Cam and I were on our last day of our trip in December, we looked over and saw people on it and it was running and we were like, what? That's crazy. What's going on? Yeah. It was the cast member preview and I was so jealous, but you know, it's okay. We, we will write in the very near future. Yes. But a reason that a lot of people kind of have been kind of hating on how long Tron has taken yeah. is because it is an exact replica of a ride that has already been created. So they did create Tron light cycle run in Shanghai Disneyland. So this is just a carbon copy of that ride. And people Mm. are wondering why is it taking so long for them to build a ride that's already been made? It's not like they're developing a whole new system. It's already been done. So this ride has definitely got a lot to live up to. And I I think, I think it totally will. Yeah. I was going to say it better live up to the hype because there's been way too much hype going on with it that it it better top Cosmic Rewind. I think that it's going to top C- Cosmic Rewind in the fact of the roller coaster aspect of it. Right. I think it's going to be a better roller coaster. I don't know if it's going to be a better experience. I think like the ride the ride vehicle is going to be similar to um like Hagrid's ride at Universal where you're kind of hopping on that bike system and well it's it's really similar to the flight of passage okay ride vehicle yeah yeah to where to where you're more so forwardly horizontal 
instead of just like sitting in a standard seat, you're like, you are in the grid. So like, that's, that's the, how this, this, the story behind this ride, you're in the grid where the video game Tron takes place and you are on your light cycle and you are going around the grid. And if you watch the movie, like it's, there's this whole arcade game where you're on the grid and you're on these light cycles and you have to try and cut the other person off. It's a really cool concept. So I think the story behind, I think it's still going to be in a really awesome story. I just don't know if it's going to be, I don't know. I literally yeah. don't know because I, I have not watched a ride POV of the ride in Shanghai Disneyland just because I want to be surprised. Mm. So like I, whenever, whenever they announced that this one was opening up here, I was like, nope, I can't watch anything because I just want to be completely surprised. Yeah. And I haven't even seen the movie, so I have no <laughs> idea what the heck's going on. I'll yep. have to watch it before we go. You will definitely have to watch it before we go. And speaking of before we go, uh, we will be going to Disney world on April 10th and 11th. And we will be in the magic kingdom on April 11th to experience the Walt Disney railroad happily ever after and Tron light cycle run. That couldn't have worked out better with timing because cam is on his spring break from his teaching schedule. And I have a very flexible schedule. I'll tell you what cam's intuition was just tingling. He was like his spidey senses. Yeah. So we booked this trip before they announced the opening date of Tron and the return date of happily ever after. And something was telling me, I'm like, there, there, there's no way it's going to be after April 11th. I just, I had this feeling and because my thing is the 50th celebration ends on May 31st. And I knew that they would not wait long Mm. to open up this ride because they're going to want to attract more guests after that 50th celebrations over. So I was like, you know what, Christy, let's just do it. And if it's not open, it's not open. We would definitely be sad, (laughs) but it's open and we're going to be there less than a week after it opens. And I'm so excited about that. I'll tell you what though. My palms were sweating. Heart was racing. Knees were weak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Catch me rapping in a minute. Um, no, when Disney posted that like teaser when everyone was trying to guess what it meant and what the opening dates were. I was like, Cam, we're not even going to be able to go. Yeah. So the Disney parks, uh, social media pages, they had this kind of like the arcade style, like top 10 scores of on a, like arcade style game. They posted that and it was all these nods to like the movie where it would be like two initials, like um, SD. And then it was, it, which stood for Shanghai Disneyland. And it, then it was the opening date for the Tron ride there. And then it was like MK and it was the opening date of the magic kingdom. Mm. And then there was one that somehow added up to equal April 4th, 2023. And that was the opening date for us here in Orlando at Walt Disney world. But there was just all this speculation because they dropped that 24 hours before the, the official announcement from them came out. So all these people were making all these theories and they were like, no, it's this day. It's this day. And everyone was just like, Oh my gosh, I don't know. And I thought it was April 4th whenever I originally saw it. But then there was these other, these, um, other theories where they're like, no, it's April 22nd or something like that. Yeah, and I'm 23rd. like, Oh yeah, it's after we're going to be there, but it all worked out. So we were really excited about that. And we will be definitely talking about that in the future yeah. closer to the date. But we um, rented some DVC points and we're staying at Old Key West and we got a fantastic deal there. Yes. And we will be talking about all of that in a future episode closer to April. 
And of course the review. So you'll have to follow us on social media as well. Um, hopefully we can go live or something and kind of just give our immediate reactions to everyone and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be super cool. As well as announcing the opening date of Tron Light Cycle Run and the return date of Happily Ever After, they also made some other announcements that kind of got uh, shadowed by these huge announcements, but they're actually extremely important and extremely beneficial announcements. Mm -hmm. And that is that there are no more parking fees at the Walt Disney World Resort, which is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Parking, while you're already paying so much for all this stuff at the resorts is like just like a, it's a cash grab. That's all it is. It's a total cash grab. There there's, there was no reason for that. Yeah. We can think, um, the old Bob coming back as the new Bob. Um, because this middle Bob was not doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I, I think everybody was like, are you kidding me? You're going to make me pay $25 a night to stay here when I'm already paying how much for, a uh, a hotel room or to stay at the resort. Like, so I'm so glad that this has now changed. And that was effective immediately. The day that they yeah. made that announcement, it started, which was awesome. It wasn't like, Oh, starting in 2025. Like, no, they made it immediate because they knew that was an issue. So I'm, I'm really, really happy about that. I agree. Another thing that they announced was that harmonious, which is the nighttime spectacular in Epcot will be ending on April 2nd as well. The same date that enchantment and magic kingdom will be ending And then Epcot Forever is going to come back to Epcot on April 3rd. Now, the biggest reason that this has so much significance is because those massive barges in the World Showcase Lagoon are going to be removed. Yes. So obviously, I mean, I liked Harmonious a lot. It was a really great show. But during the middle of the day, those giant black barges were such an eyesore and i i kind of could look past it just because i understand what they're doing and like to me i can just be like okay i know either there that's fine but i totally get like it one of the coolest parts about world showcase is like standing in mexico and being able to look across and see america right. and be able to see you know paris and everything like that so i think that I think they're awesome, and I do have a theory about what they're going to do with them. Oh, what is your theory? I've got a major theory about that. So, I honestly did not think that they were going to take those barges out because I can only imagine how much those things cost. I mean, you're talking millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, that, that is some serious equipment because, mind you, all of those electronics with the massive screens and the lights and the lasers... They get soaking wet every single day because this is a water-based show because they've got those massive water cannons on top of all of these barges. So I can millions and millions of dollars. And I was like, there's no way they're going to take it out after it only being used for 18 months. So I'm so surprised that they did, but I have a theory that what they're going to do is they're going to take those barges and they're going to put them inside of Animal Kingdom on the lagoon and animal kingdom where the amphitheater is. And they're going to do an avatar, the way of water nighttime show there. That would be really cool. That'd be so dope. I could totally see it where you've got the barges there because think about you it. You think they could fit? I think they could fit. 
I do think they could fit. At least one or two. Maybe not all of them. I, it would be staged differently than how it is now. Right. So I totally think it could fit to where almost like, in my mind, you have the big centerpiece in the middle of that lagoon. Yeah. And then close to like five, six o'clock or earlier, whenever they're about to start the show, they've got two of those smaller pieces that they put in front of the two like rivers that lead into the lagoon. And mm-hmm. then that kind of like blocks it off to where it makes this like set this whole scene. And I can totally see like this moving boat throughout the whole thing with like the shaman from the ride, um, the Navi, Navi river journey ride coming out and like being this main character of the show. And she's like controlling the water because think about it, those barges, that's all, you know, like water based and screens. So I think it would be so amazing because animal kingdom does need a nighttime show like that in that lagoon. And you can put the barges there because what is it going to block? Because well, that lagoon is, it sits so far down. You've got the seats that really it doesn't block anything. It wouldn't block your view of uh, Expedition Everest. That's what I was going to say. You don't think so? I don't think so. Because that mountain's so high and that water sits down lower than it to where it would just kind of be at like eye level and the mountain's so high. I think I would love to see that. Yeah. Or honestly, just like a Animal Kingdom show in general, like... I just want Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) eh. Well, I would like to see kind of like what they did for um, Kite Tales and incorporate some of like the the favorites of the animal Disney movies and kind of do a little homage to that. I think an Avatar show would be cool. That's my theory, so I'm going to stick with it. You can make that your theory. Okay, I'm voting for something else. <laughs> but I do think that's what they're going to do with those barges because I think, A, they're too expensive for them to only use for 18 months, and they're still like so new that they should definitely put them in Animal Kingdom. And plus, that's the only other body of water big enough in the parks for them to use it for. Yeah. And I, I don't think that they would do it outside of the parks. Do you think they could maybe do an addition to the, um, like the parade in the water? The water pageant? Yeah. No, because that is so nostalgic and vintage. It, it would yeah. feel so out of place. Right. I, I don't know. I think it belongs in Animal Kingdom with an Avatar The Way of Water show on it. All right. Well, if that happens, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Another big announcement that they made, which is on that money-saving trend that we love to see, mm-hmm. is that I don't think we have an official date yet. As of right now, we don't have an official date of when this is going to happen, but they said in the next few months. So maybe, you know, by the time that Tron opens up, maybe in that April timeframe, guests that have purchased Disney Genie Plus for the day will receive complimentary digital downloads of all of their on-attraction PhotoPass photos. So I think this is awesome because you're paying for the the Genie Plus. Yeah. So while you're riding that ride, you no longer have to pay for the photo that the ride takes while you're on it, like the on Splash Mountain or on Mine Train or Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, right? So you don't have to pay for those no longer, which is really awesome because those photos can get pricey if you were to buy them individually. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like we usually get the PhotoPass package for the entirety of our vacation when we're there. So we do take home the PhotoPass photos, but for a lot of people, like say they just have a really memorable picture on a ride that they want to take home. Now they don't have to purchase it anymore. So it's really convenient. And I think it kind of adds that value back to the Genie Plus because a lot of people have been complaining about it too, just how they won't be able to 
get the rise they want to and all this stuff. So it kind of just adds back that magic to it. Right. And you make a good point that it just kind of bumps up the value of Genie Plus with like what you get for what you pay. Because if you were to buy, let, let's just say if you bought three on-ride pictures while, while you're riding the ride, you bought three of them all individually, you'd pay just as much as how much Genie Plus costs. So, yeah. so it totally gives you like an added value because to buy photos individually, I want to say it's like seven or eight dollars per picture. Yeah, it is. It's extremely expensive. So that totally gives some more value to Genie Plus, which is really exciting. Yeah, especially like for those who buy Genie Plus for a lot of people, like if you've got a big family, like that can really add up. Right. And, you know, like I'm kind of thinking through the parks. Really, the only one where this would benefit you the most would be Magic Kingdom. Because I'm trying to think. In Animal Kingdom, you've got Expedition Everest. I think that's the only ride that takes a picture of you. Good point. Um, Epcot, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy and Frozen. That's it. And then Hollywood Studios, you have Tower of Terror. Rock and Roller Coaster. And Rock and Roller Coaster, yeah. Is that, there's not more than that? I don't think so. Wow. So, I mean, Magic Kingdom, you've got tons, you know? Right. Which, you know, Magic Kingdom is the most popular park anyway. Right, right. So, it, it makes sense. But long story short, wherever you're using it, it's it's just another perk, which is which is great. We love to see that. Something else exciting that's coming up is Disney is celebrating 100 years of wonder. So piggybacking right off of the 50th anniversary of Disney World and Epcot's 40th anniversary as well that people definitely look over. Um, We get a lot of fun merchandise and cute outfits and um, a lot of that kind of silver and purple. So we get to see Mickey and Minnie in their new platinum outfits that are designed to reflect the optimism and creativity of the Disney company as they celebrate the 100 years of wonder. So I'm excited for that. I mean, I know it's such a small thing, but all their outfits are so cute. Yeah. And I know it can be a little bit confusing because everyone was kind of like, wait, I thought we just did 50. How are we on a hundred? So keep in mind the 50th celebration was of Walt Disney world opening with the magic kingdom opening. The 100 years of wonder is celebrating the 100 years of the Disney company. So just keep, keep in mind that while you're thinking about it, but yeah, it's, it's super cute. All of the stuff, like all the merchandise already looks so great. I've already seen some things that I've been scoping out, kind of saving up for and adding to the list. They, they're promoting this extremely heavily in Disneyland. Right. Just that that's because it's kind of where it all started over there in yeah, and then, California. Like, you know, the 50th celebration doesn't end until May. No, March, May, March, March, March over here. So it's kind of makes more sense to add more of that merchandise over in California right now. Yeah, it, it definitely does. But that doesn't mean that it won't be here in Walt Disney World because while we were there in December, we already saw it starting to roll out. But Disneyland definitely gets the majority of it, but we still are going to be celebrating it here in Orlando. To continue our talk about the future things coming to Walt Disney World, we figured that we kind of do a little review on what all was announced for the future of Walt Disney World at the D23 convention and what this is, so D23 is kind of like the ultimate fan club of Disney 
D standing for Disney and 23 standing for the year that the company, the Disney company opened a hundred years ago. Yes, exactly. And so this convention, it's kind of like comic con, but for all things Disney. And so they have got a bunch of cosplayers that come in. They've got tons and tons and tons of merchandise and artists and all sorts of different types of things like that. But they also have got some really, really awesome panels to where they're bringing in Marvel, Star Wars, Disney Plus, Disney Channel, and then obviously the parks. So I totally want to go. I really wish that they would like go back and forth between doing it one year on the West Coast and one year on the East Coast because I hate that it's always in Anaheim. It's always in Anaheim. Well, that's their headquarters, right? Right. And it, and it totally makes sense, but I would love it if they would like come down and do it somewhere near like yeah. Disney World. I think that would just be so cool because it's so hard to make a trip out there. For people who live here, especially like people who live in Florida, they're probably like, what the heck? Like, why can't we just get like one convention here? Well, I, I guess a lot of people would say the same about traveling to Walt Disney World, right. though. And, and, yeah, that's that's totally true. But <laughs> We're a little spoiled. <laughs> we are. But I think also, I think if you ask the Disneyland people, they think that their park's way better. So I don't know. That's I been, true. That's I haven't been true. there yet, so I can't say talk about that. But well, anyways... We're going to talk a little bit about all of the things that were announced and revealed during the Disney Parks portion of the panel at the D23 Expo that happened September September of last year 2022, right. So there there and we're just mainly going to be talking about the things that are happening in the parks, but I mean there were so many announcements of all these new shows and movies, yeah, movies. and things like that. They were really pushing all of the stuff for Disney Plus. And lots of Star Wars and I mean, tons and tons of Marvel content that they were kind of like finally revealing and giving dates to. So totally go look that up and we can, I'm sure, put some links to all of that on our social media to give you a good resource to see what like the total announcement list of everything. But what we're talking about here is what they're going to be doing at Walt Disney World. So one of the biggest things was they really dove much deeper into the retheming of Splash Mountain, just because this ride that is in just such an important, like nostalgic ride to people who are fans of Disney. Yeah. And unfortunately it's kind of lost its touch from the movie because of some PC stuff. Um, I don't think you have ever even seen it, have you? I don't. I don't think I have. And if I if I have, I've forgotten all of it. Yeah, we have like a bootleg DVD of it from who knows when. <laughs> um, but it is really fun. Like we love Uncle Remus and the whole idea of Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox. Um, I, I think anybody who's ever ridden it just thinks that rides it's it's yeah, great. It, I mean, it just it's got all the elements right. You have the slow boat ride. You've got a couple drops, and you have. Boat ride. Right. And then you have the amusement and the thrill of that drop. Yeah. I mean, and if you don't come out singing zippity doodah, then <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. Right. But they were talking some more about retheming this and they are retheming it to a princess and the frog. It's going to be called Tiana's Bayou Adventure. And don't, don't get me wrong. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. I just wish it could have been something separate. I wish Splash Mountain could have stayed and they do this ride exactly what they're going to do just somewhere else. Yeah. I, I'm really excited for it as well. The, the theming I'm sure is going to be really great. Um, but you know, if you don't 
get to go to Magic Kingdom before January 23rd, then that's it. Yep. This will be closed. Splash Mountain will be closing forever for a retheme on January 23rd. And Tiana's Bayou Adventure will be opening late 2024. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But um, the good news is really all they have to do is retheme the ride. I don't think they're going to have to redo anything with the the ride itself, the bare bones of just the ride. It's all the theming that will be redone. And it's I think it's similar. What like, do you mean? like the theming is similar. Yeah, it's already pretty similar. But I'm saying the ride itself, the track, the ride vehicles, none yeah. of that will need to probably be changed. They might give it all a facelift, but that that the good news is the hard work has already been done. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny because the last time we were riding it in December, I was kind of like thinking about what they could do for each section of the ride. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's going to be great. Of course, everything that Disney does is fantastic. And I I think it's going to be a really, really fun ride that comes in the future. It's just kind of going to be sad to let go of Splash Mountain. It will be, but I'm definitely going to grow to love this ride because I know it's, it's going to be just as good. Well, and Princess and the Frog as a movie is phenomenal. Right, right. It totally The music is. is amazing. Yeah, I, I cannot wait for that final scene. I know that they have to do dig a little bit deeper for that final <laughs> scene. I, I know it's going to be great, so I'm very excited for it. Now, another big announcement that they made was that we are finally going to get a figment meet and greet in Epcot coming at the end of 2023. Yeah. I mean, if you like figment. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're both, we were both born in the nineties and so we don't late nineties. Right. So we don't have that emotional attachment to figment like kids who grew up going to Disney in like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. We, we just don't have that. But I think that I think what, and and I'm pretty sure they are, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say that they're actually doing like a short series on, or at least if they're not doing this, they, they totally should do this. A short series on Disney plus where it features like figment to where kids nowadays can have an emotional connection to him. Because I feel like if you're like five years old and you go to Disney world right now and you go to Epcot, you're like, who's figment? Like you don't even know who he is. Heck, if you're like 15 years old, you don't know who figment is. Yeah, um, I I barely know who Figment is. Right, right. So obviously Figment is like a figment of your imagination. He's in the Journey into Imagination Pavilion, all of those different things. And he is a cute little purple and orange dragon. He's cute. He's very cute. So And his I'm, song is fun. It is fun. So I'm excited to see this. I think I'm really hoping that they kind of do a revamp and I might say something that is going to really rub the 80s and 90s kids wrong that grew up on it but I would love to see them redo that ride. Yeah, I mean, okay. We're biased from our generation, but listen. It's old. It's really old and it's like, like you can you can smell that it's old. <laughs> like I don't know how to describe it, but like you go in there and you're like what the heck is going on? I feel like this machinery is working way too hard for like 2023 right now. Right. So it's, it's, I I think that this meet and greet will be fun. I totally want to get a photo with figment and I, I really hope that this kind of will, will be a big revamp for him and hopefully they do the show. I'm pretty sure we'll have to double check that, 
Um, but I'm pretty sure they're making a show with him or maybe I've just said that so many times where I think that's <laughs> happening, but right. they, they totally need to, to get kids nowadays on that figment train because I love it. I love the idea of having him there. I mean, naming a dragon figment, like that's genius, a figment of your imagination. Like it's, it's just genius. So I really hope that they push this character some more. Now, another really cool thing that is going to be coming to Epcot this year is the Moana journey of water is going to finally open in the world of nature. And that will be in late 2023 and Walcott will be gone. Those walls all in the front Yo, of Epcot. That walk kills me. Yeah. So I don't I'm, even know where I'm at half the time and they got signs on the wall. <laughs> like it's, it's so confusing. So we're, we're really, really excited for this entire world celebration area to be completed at the end of 2023. I think that, I really think that after that's done, they're not going to have to touch Epcot for quite a while, except for maybe like updating, you know, a couple of rides like that. But I am really, really excited to see this. And I mean, just seeing whenever we were there last and seeing the Tefiti statue, it looked so good. And I'm really excited to see how they can make water an interactive experience because that's how they're describing it. It's going to become interactive to you, which is, I think it's going to be really, really cool. And I'm sure they're going to do, you know, amazing things with it. So I'm really excited to see how this entire thing pans out, how it looks like, what it looks like, because I I think it's going to be a total experience and it's kind of going to be that go at your own pace experience. It's going to be one of those things where each time you go, it might be a little bit different. And that's something that I think is really cool. I'm excited to see just how Epcot progresses because they've had so many ideas for what Epcot's going to be and then what it's going to look like, what kind of rides, experiences, things are going to be there. And there's been so many ideas that have just gone. Like you, you hear about it and you go and preview it or whatever. And then it never comes through fruition. Yeah. And it, it definitely, whenever those things happen, it really like kind of like bums you out. But I think that the vision that they have right now is, is really, really good. And if you don't know, like Future World is no longer called Future World anymore, the front part of the park. It's actually um, broken into three different um, segments, which is World Exploration, which is the left side, which makes total sense with the Guardians of the Galaxy and Mission Space and Test Track and Space 220, World, um, World Exploration. Then in the middle, we have World Celebration, which is going to be this new shop that's opening up and the new portions that will be there. And then we have got the world of nature on the right side, which is living with the land, soaring, and now the new journey of water, and then obviously world showcase. So I really like how they're like doing this. It makes total sense to me that they've got these different aspects of the world in mind whenever making these things. So I'm just so excited for it to all be done. I think it kind of encompasses Walt's original vision for Epcot as well. I think well. so too. Experimental prototype community of tomorrow. That's right. Now, the announcement that I was most excited for (laughs) was the re-theming of Dinoland and Animal Kingdom. I cannot stand (laughs) Dinoland. I think that it is the Walt Disney World Park sore thumb. I cannot stand Dino Land, and I totally get why they did it, and it totally makes sense to get little kids to come in there and give things for them to do, but it makes me feel like I'm at a circus, and I do not want that in Disney World. Or the fair. 
Right. The fair and this, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. The fair. And I'm just like, I don't want to feel like I'm in a dirt and, it, and it's not dirty, but just whenever I think of the fair, I think of dirty and like, I don't want that to be Disney world. I mean, even primeval world felt like a carnival ride. And, and that's the point it was supposed to. And that that's why they totally did it. And it, it totally makes sense, but I really am so glad that they're doing away with Dino land, <laughs> but I, I don't know what they're going to do. I know that they kind of have like a Moana thought out there, but I don't know if they're going to go with Moana just because they now have the journey of water and Epcot. I hope they don't do it in both parks. It'd be kind of weird. Um, I'm sure whatever they go, whatever they're going to do is going to be great. But I also heard kind of like a Zootopia idea, but what I think would be really, really cool. And I know it's probably not going to happen. I would love to see a Raya the Last Dragon like themed land there. Yeah, the I think the dragons concept with, you know, the Asian elements fits really well into Animal Kingdom. Like a big thing and controversial topic of Animal Kingdom is like, what do you do with that space? Well, Joe Rody, when he was designing the park and trying to get things together and he wanted it to have this theme, overarching theme of conservation and the kind of just experience where you're really in these lands. It's not this gimpy dino land kind of idea, mm-hmm. you know? And if you don't know, Joe Rody is the main Imagineer that kind of headed the designing of the entire theme park of Animal Kingdom and also was a lead designer for the world of Pandora. So he's phenomenal. Right. Obviously. And yeah. I mean, I, I think that animal kingdom has the best theming of any of the parks. Yeah. I mean, Bes- besides, besides dino land. <laughs> well, dino land doesn't barely exist anymore. It's right, being right. torn down. Right. But I would love to see a Rye and the last dragon like concept over there to where maybe they have got even, even if it's a kitty like dragon ride, to, you know, towards yeah. like for the younger ones, I think that'd be so cool to have that there because I would love to see dragons. It, it, I think I think it would be awesome. You could have maybe even like a like a slower boat ride there for the kids and have a little roller coaster kind of similar to like Barnstormer style, but dragons and something like that. I, I think it would be. I, I think that's where they should go with it because you know, it fit, like you said, it fits right into that Asian side of Animal Kingdom, and just to bring dragons into the park would be amazing to see. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't dragons part of the original concept right, for Animal Kingdom? It was. And that's why if whenever you're walking into Animal Kingdom on the three different uh, ticket kiosk booths, you've got, I want to say it's a dinosaur, an elephant, and then there's a dragon. And and there's a dragon in the logo of Animal Kingdom. Mm, and I was thinking, like, I don't think they could get rid of the ride dinosaur. No. So... I- I feel like, you know, dragons is kind of like this mythical old, you know, like, um, like prehistoric feel like having dragons paired with like the ride dinosaur dinosaur wouldn't feel too out of place. Right. Right. Yep. I totally get what you're saying. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, also I think Raya is a fantastic movie and people don't give it enough credit. It's so good. Yeah. It's a great movie. So to hop back over to the Magic Kingdom, one thing that we know for sure that is coming there this year is that the Hatbox Ghost 
that the Hatbox Ghost animatronic will be returning to the Haunted Mansion. And I think it's in the attic scene, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's going to be in the attic. And this is just kind of like a the, the it's a redesigned kind of modern version of an original animatronic that was in the ride whenever it first opened. And then they did away with it. I can't remember exactly why they did away with it. I'm assuming is because it was kind of I think it's bit, scary. It it is kind of scary, but I think it was a little bit too ahead of its time to where it was like constantly breaking down, so they took it out. But they're uh-huh. putting it back in, and they're doing it to be with the times of 2023. And I think it's going to be really cool to see this back in there. And I know all of like the diehard day one fans are so excited about this. I'm super excited about it, but I just don't have like that day one nostalgia connection with it like a lot of the fans do. Do you know when it left? I don't. I don't, I should have looked that up, but I don't, We which which we can, but I just know that a lot of people are really excited about this. And whenever they made that announcement, it was just kind of like a, a nod to the OG fans, which people love those things. And if you have no freaking clue what we're talking about, the series on Disney plus, like the Imagineering series um, with all of the different attractions is a really, really cool show to watch. And they have a um, a special on the haunted mansion where they mention the Hatbox ghost and how, like what he looks like and how he kind of was inspired and how he was created because I don't know when it was, like I said, but technology has changed even a lot in the past 10 years. So I can only imagine what it was like when they opened the last big announcement that they made at the D 23 convention and this was the like the last one that they made just because they're not too sure on it, but it was kind of just like a, here's a little sneak peek at what we're thinking. They talked about doing some possible additions to Magic Kingdom behind Splash Mountain and kind of like to the left of Thunder, the Thunder Mountain. Yeah. And they would, they're wanting to do a Coco land and an Encanto land and a villain area which so many people were so excited for. I would love to see Coco inside of the parks. So the, all, all of these things, we, we don't know if all of them are going to happen and we don't know if any of them are going to happen. So it was kind of just like a, here's what we have in the works to see if this would, you know, could be a possibility. So I, I think that it would be awesome to see these. And I know what a lot of people are saying, well, if you want to see Coco in the parks, why don't they just do it in Mexico and Epcot? Well, I've the same thing. But then if you really look at and kind of like retheme the three caballeros ride, right? But if you look at it and if you think about the inside of that Mexico pavilion, it is extremely small and it's already so congested. Mm. Could you imagine a new ride being in there? They would have to completely redo that entire pavilion to make different entrances and exits because it cannot house enough people because you know that ride would get so much hype and it would have like a hundred minute wait the first like year yeah. of it opening. And it just, it can't handle that there in Mexico. And like that beautiful restaurant on hell is there. And cause you also don't want to distract from the ambiance of the space for people who are dining there. Right. Right. So I don't think that Coco could work there, but I totally could see Coco being in the magic kingdom and in Kanto as well. And it would be awesome to see a villain area because they kind of already thought of doing a, like the, uh, villain area, kind of like a dark side of the park, 
That would be so cool to see. Especially like a Halloween season. Oh my gosh. That that place would be so, so cool. So we're we're just really excited about all these announcements. And it's nice to see that they are thinking about all of these different things. And it's just, you know, something for us to look forward to. And we're just I know I can't wait to see all of these things come to life and it's going to be, it's probably going to be so much different than the things that they're showing us and announcing now. And I, I think, I know all of them are just going to be stellar. I know they're all going to be great because everything, like you said, everything that they do is going to be great. So I'm just, I'm, I'm very eager and very giddy to see what they do. Mm-hmm. And to kind of circle back to what we said at the beginning is they're, they're having to keep up with universal now. Mm-hmm. Universal is really taking strides. Oh yeah, and another thing I didn't even mention is they have a third park about to open. The um, the, uh, Lego? No, no. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> no, no, no. They have got oh goodness, I can't remember the name of it, but they've got um a big third park that's opening. Nintendo. No, I've already said that one. Oh. Epic Universe Park. So I mean, they're they're really turning into what used to be kind of like a two day two day trip to Universal. I mean, it's turning into like you know a whole five day week to be there. So I, I'm excited to see that Disney is keeping up and they're they're doing these different things. And I mean, we have gotten so many great rides in the past five years at Disney World. We have. We've gotten so many great things there. And it's exciting to see that they have got plans for the years, for the future five years and just beyond. I mean, you know, because of Walt's dream, Disney will never be complete. Ever. Right. It it never will be. And so that's, that's something that's so exciting and so encouraging to know about all of these parks and all of the resorts. I mean, we didn't even talk about all the things coming to the resorts, but Disney World is definitely always changing and it's always getting better. So we are here to give you all of the latest Disney buzz. And on that note, I want you guys to make sure to follow us on social media at thedisney.buzz for more content and a behind-the-scenes look at the show. And be sure to share this with your friends and family to stay updated on the latest Disney buzz, too. That's it for now. And we'll see you real soon.